Welcome to the C3 Eastern Suburbs podcast. We're glad to have you tune in today and hope this message blesses you. If you'd like to visit, we meet in Glen Innes, Auckland on Sundays at 10am. You can also find us on www.c3easternsuburbs.org.nz. Enjoy the message. Hey, good morning and welcome. Absolutely brilliant to have you with us. Hey, today we're doing church online, uh, but we're also doing church in the wild out in the park today, which is brilliant to be out in the sunshine. Hey, but if you're away on holiday and uh, tune in, fantastic to have you here. Hey, we're in a little bit of a season on Recreate, that God is a God who makes all things new. He's a creator God, always doing new stuff. And he wants us to recreate ourselves. See, at the moment in January, uh, it's a it's a season of recreation uh, that would be restored, that would be refreshed, that he would make things new within our lives and uh, get ready for 2022. And uh, this week I want to talk to you about recreate a new community or recreate relationships. See, I think it's so important in this day and age and that that we make sure that we maintain healthy relationships, that we restore relationships. Uh, Relationships can so easily get broken Uh, in society. It's trying to split us apart, and I don't think this uh, season of COVID is really helping. It's it's dividing families, it's dividing people up, and and as Christians, there needs to be a voice which calls us together uh, towards unity, to reconciliation, to faith together. And uh, family is important, you know, especially at Christmas time. You know, I'm talking to a few different people and, and you hear stories of, of um, disconnection. You know, family members, who, you know, this person's not coming because that person's not vaccinated or this person hasn't been spoke, spoken to this person for 20 years because of something dumb which happened way back in the day. And uh, we, we find ourselves disconnected and somehow we have to have an ability to reconcile, to reconnect, and do that well. Uh, I know personally, for me, uh, heading into Christmas Day, uh, I was ang- a little bit anxious about it, a little bit nervous. Uh, for the first time in a bunch of years, uh, everyone was turning up at, uh, at our house, and uh, we had all the extended family turning up. Uh, uh, my brother and his family, who had been living overseas for the last 13 years, uh, returned to New Zealand, and they were turning up, which was, which was awesome. And then uh, there's my my mum and then my dad, who, who had um, been divorced for a bunch of years. They were coming um, together on that. And, and then we had some, some in-laws, and uh, Uncle Brian, who I'd never met, was turning up. Uh, uh, he, he was coming, everybody needs an Uncle Brian. And, and there was all these people that had about 23 people, and, and I was a little bit just nervous about how it was all going to go. How was this going to turn out? How is everybody going to connect? on that day and um, yeah well it actually turned out brilliant um, everyone was extremely gracious and what didn't help is, is my son Finn he uh, ended up in, uh, having his appendix out on Christmas Eve the night before just to add to the add to the drama but on the day it, it, it was brilliant and everybody just did well uh, no dramas and uh, you know the only drama was uh, the the barbecue caught on fire and the, we had charcoal chicken, uh, which was a little bit interesting, but it was good. It, and, and, and I walked away thinking, how important is it that we maintain relationship? How important is it that we have the ability to sit in the same room with other people and do life together? 
one of the things which which really helped me in this, um, as, as some of you know, um, we had a family disconnection time when my parents split up, and it, it was a little bit difficult. But one of the scriptures which God gave me, and I don't say that God spoke to me very often, in fact, very rarely, uh, seldom would I use that phrase, but probably this is one of the times when I really felt God speak to me. And this little scripture in uh, 2 Samuel 14, 14, and it's regarding uh, David, King David. We talked about King David last week, and, and, and his son Absalom. Now, King David and his son Absalom, they, they disconnected. They got separated. And uh, Absalom was banished from David's presence, from David's kingdom. He was sent out. And then God sends this wise woman to David. You need a wise woman to sometimes have a word in your ear. And this wise woman turns up and she tells him a story. She tells him a parable. And uh, in 2 Samuel 14 verse 14, it says this. Like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be recovered, so we must die. But that is what, not what God desires. Rather, he devises ways so that a banished person does not remain banished from him. And when I read this scripture, it, it really spoke to me. And, and I love it that God goes out of his way. He, he desires that the banished would be brought back. And, and he devises ways. He, he, he's scheming. He, he sorts it out. He comes up with different ways to bring that back. And, uh, you know, some... some one person pointed out to me, hey, don't you, Glenn, don't you know in the story of David and Absalom, it, it turns out bad, actually, for David and Absalom. Absalom still, um, he betrays his dad in the end. But also noted in that story, what happens is David, he brings his son Absalom back into the kingdom after hearing from this wise woman. But he refuses to talk to him. He says, okay, you can come back, but I'm not going to talk to you. And see, that's not forgiveness. That's not reconciliation. That's only halfway. And see, what I love about God is, is he brings us fully back. See, sometimes we can encourage people to come back into an environment, come back into church. Hey, but just sit over there. Sit at the back. Um, but God calls us for total reconciliation, for forgiveness. And I, and I know that the, the times involved in repentance and all, all those different things. But God's heart, God's desire is to bring reconciliation. He's the God of the second chance. He's the God of the third chance. He's the 70 times 7, to 70 times 7 forgiving God. And he calls us to do that. He goes out of his way. And, and it might be for you right now that there may be a relationship or you know, a person in your life or something which has happened where it feels like, you know, in that verse it says, like water seeped, spilled on the ground which cannot be recovered. And in your situation, you may think at the moment, this can't be recovered. It's, it's too far gone. It's spilled out. It's all over the place. How am I going to get that back together? But God has a way. He's an incredible God and he brings life. And we need that ability to love people and accept people and bring them back even when we disagree, even when they're stuffed up. See, one of the things which worries me in our current society is this thing of cancel culture where if you do something dumb it's brought up even if it's 10 years later you post something stupid on on facebook 10 years ago or if you something's happened that that you get, you get cancelled you get downed on and and it's this disposable culture that if, if something doesn't work 
that if something's broken, that we just throw it away, that we give up on it. But the thing about Christianity, the thing about God, as I know him, is that he wants to fix the brokenhearted. He pursues the brokenhearted. He pursues the banished. He chased after them. Those are the very people that he wants to reconcile to himself. And we need to be able to do that, to, to be able to call that back. In fact, it, but it requires effort. And I was reading through a few scriptures a few months back about make every effort. And there's a few scriptures in the Bible which just calls us to make every effort. Do these things. This is important, but it's going to require a little bit of effort for you. In Hebrews 12, 14, it says, Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Don't let bitter roots grow up within you. You need to cut that thing off. You live with peace with one another. Make every effort to do that. Romans 14 verse 19 says this, Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Hey, what leads to peace and edification? Building each other up, encouraging each other. That's what we need to make effort around. Or Ephesians 4 verse 3 it says this, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. You know that unity of spirit, that place where God commands his blessing upon you, when there's unity, peace, courage, strength in that place. You know, I'm believing in 2022 that it will be a year of restoration, that God would restore relationships, things which have been lost, things which have been broken, that God would restore that to you. It would not just be thrown away and gone and left. That ability to make things new is so, so important. But it takes effort. It takes effort, effort. You know, some people say that time heals. I don't think that time heals at all. It just makes things more foggy. It just makes things, you forget how to work. What heals is forgiveness. What heals is letting things go. What heals is pursuing healthy relationships. That ability to start again and make things new. We need to have that ability to extend grace. Just act different. Just be a little bit naive. Hey, they don't really mean that. Oh, they said that years ago. They were having a bad day. Just extend grace. Extend a welcome. You know, people are often just waiting for that invitation, that door opening. Come. We need to do that. We always need to have an open door policy, that invitation back. Maybe we need to be proactive about it. Write a letter, send an email, call that person up and say, hey, I'm sorry. Don't be disconnected. I'd also like to say to you, hey, that we don't need to resolve every single issue. Sometimes we just need to dis agree to disagree, and that's okay. I love what uh, Morgan Freeman said. He said, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I hate you. We need to re relearn that in today's society. And I think that's so important that we can stand with people, we can love people. doesn't mean we have to agree with everything they do or think or anything like that. But love, is that, that's our highest goal. I mean, Jesus calls us to love our enemies. He needs to call, he calls us to love those, those who persecute us. I mean, that, that, that's strong that we would be able to do that.
And the other thing, verse I was thinking about, is if it is possible, in Romans 12, 18 it says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And I also want to give you an out. Hey, you can extend grace, you can extend the invitation, you can do all those things. And sometimes the other person will remain and, and don't want to borrow you. And again, that's okay. As, as long as you've done your side of the deal, as long as it, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And also, I just want to put on, uh, I hear Priscilla's voice in, in the back of my head on this. Uh, she, currently, she's doing a studies on uh, family violence and in faith communities. And uh, one of the things which she would say is that occasionally that there are times when disconnection is valid and necessary. And I want to be really, really careful is not to um, use the Bible as a weapon and... Um, ask you or force you to enter into an, an abusive relationship. You know, there are times when it is right and proper to disconnect and not be part of that, and there's no condemnation around that, and that is absolutely fine. Hey, in conclusion this morning, uh, can I just encourage you that God is a God of restoration. He is a God of reconciliation. And, and my heart this morning is that in 2022 is that he would restore those relationships to you. If you, you have kids which you're disconnected to, or maybe parents, or maybe friends in the past, or anything like that, can I really encourage you to reach out as far as it depends on you? Make, make peace with everyone. See, God desires, he devises plans, he makes up ways to bring back the banished. May look like water spilled on the ground, but he can do the miraculous. He can bring that back. You know, one of the things which I absolutely love about our church is that there is a diverse uh, amount of people, cultures, thoughts, think how they operate and everything like that. And, and we can come together in unity in Christ and that we'd love each other, that we'd serve together, that we'd not get disconnected over dumb things, that we'd not be divisive at this time, but we would stand together, that we would be on mission together that we would help people to find and follow Jesus. That's the biggest, that's the most important thing. Don't be distracted by all the other voices and things which will try and lead you in other directions that would come together in the name of Jesus. Let me just pray for you. Dear Lord, I thank you that you're a good God. Lord, that you died on the cross so that we might have life and life more abundantly. Lord, that you came to restore the lost, the brokenhearted. Lord, that you came to make all things new. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you give us wisdom, Lord, that you give us grace, Lord, that your goodness would be upon us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hey, have a brilliant week. Hey, next week we're talking about uh, recreate a new church. What does church look like? I'm trying to think, of, you know, in this new season with COVID in the next few months, I think, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. And so we're just going to need to talk through that, how it's going to work. But God bless you. Have a brilliant day. We'll see you soon.